Hello, welcome back to Amaze in Grace. It is so good to have you back to listen to another episode of A Life in Grace. And um, today I just want to talk to you about Don't Look Back. The topic, Don't Look Back, things that we can all relate to we always at one point in our life went back to a situation or a thing or a place or um a mental state that we knew we should have never <laughs> went back to but we went back anyway so i'm gonna take you back to genesis and we're gonna talk about the story of lot and his wife And the reason why I want to talk about this is because after looking over the story and and seeing how many times God gave them a warning to get out of Sodom and Gomorrah, it took many of warnings to all the way from Abraham to the angel speaking to Lot himself to the angel speaking to Lot's wife themselves and still she turned and looked back to a situation they was telling her to move from so we're going to take you back to um the beginning well Lot and his wife they lived in a city, Sodom and Gomorrah, a large, prosperous city, very wicked city in the Jordan Valley. Now, when I think of this city, I think of prosperous, when they say prosperous, but very wicked. <laughs> a lot of things may look like glitter, but it ain't gold. A lot of things that we have entered into may look promising, but it's not the promise. A lot of situations that we may have entered into doors that we may have opened forcefully, but God didn't open them for us. These are things that may have us stuck in a valley of what may seem to be prosperous, but it is not the promise of God. It's not what he intended for your life. And if we're not careful, like Lot and his wife, God's grace will be lifted off of you after warning and after warning of being in a situation where God is saying, I want to pull you from it. I want to take you from it. So, so basically this city that they was living in was filled with so much sin that God was being like, I'm done, done. He was like, I'm over it. I'm going to destroy the city. And Abraham received this word from the Lord and he he intercede for this for this city um, with him loving Lot and his family. Abraham was like, God, you know, I, I, I understand. I get it. You know, I get that you want to destroy this city. I get that you want to destroy this sinful city. But there are some righteous people there. Let's make a deal. If, if, if you if you can save 40 of them, God, would you save 40? If you can save 30 of them, if they're 10, he said, if they're 10, can you save them and take them from the city before you destroy them? It's like a mother 
Mm-hmm. Or a father who is interceding for their children. I know somebody has been there in that situation before, or or a significant other that you're praying for your uh, your 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 partner, and you're you're asking God to don't destroy them. They forgive them for they know not what they do. These are things that we've all been through. Even if it was us, that someone was praying for us. If it was our grandmother, if it was our mother, if it was our father. We all have been in that place where we either intercede for someone or someone had to intercede for us. But at the end of the day, God's will, his will is going to be done in our lives. His will is going to be done in our lives. Sometimes it seems like we live off of other people's prayers. It seems like we live off of other people's anointing. But you have to come to a point where you intercede for yourself. You go to God for yourself. You pray for yourself. So, of course, Abraham was pleading with God, like, please don't destroy the city. And, you know, my family, my my people there, you know, um, just just have mercy on them. But God will need it to, to be done in this place. So we go down to, you know, Lot sitting at the gate and the angels approach him and you know they're telling him like look you heard from the lord to destroy this city um get your family you know it's a warning it's a warning get your family get your peeps get them out of the city this city needs to be destroyed it's too much sin it's too much perversion and it's not the will of god how many of you have heard that yourself this relationship is toxic. This is not for you. This is not the love of God. This is not what God has intended for you. And how many of us still want to test the waters? We don't want to listen to the voice of God. We want to override the Holy Spirit. You will hear me say this a lot, but God gives us a choice. He gives us a choice to make the decisions on what to do, which way to go, which path to take. So as the angels and and the man of God was sent to, to Lot, this city was so full of lust and perversion and, and they were bold, like... They're sitting at Lot's house and and they're talking to him and they're warning him about, you know, God is going to destroy the city. This city needs to be destroyed. And these people surrounded around Lot's house, men, let's get this straight, men were outside saying, give me the man that are in your house so we can get to know them. Getting to know them back then was getting to know them (laughs) these men were gay basically or they were lusting after these people and and lot was like listen wait hold up um i got two daughters who never known any man basically they were virgins i got two daughters that you can have and you can do anything with them but please not this wickedness tonight he was like come on y'all you ever been around with your friends and be like come on now man just just chill for the night man we got company (laughs) 
<laughs> we got people in the city and it was like they did not care they wanted what they wanted they knew it's like it's it's, it's almost like darkness knows when light comes into the room and sometimes the darkness is not afraid of the light. They actually get bold. And we have to be in the will of God. So when this boldness stands up, that the Holy Spirit will stand on the inside of us and come back with the good good. Because they will try you and they will try you. They will taunt you. But you have to be bold in the Holy Spirit. So as Lot was in the house... These people did not want his daughters. They was like, "Uh uh-uh, we want them. We want them. They tried to force themselves into the room where Lot and the men were. The angels blinded the men that were trying to get them so they could escape. The angels blinded them so that they could escape. If we really think about situations that we were in, if we think about toxic situations that we were in, if we think about dead and stagnated places in our life that we were in, and God had to reveal himself to us, take the veil off of our eyes for keeping us from being blind for what was right in front of us. Get out and don't look back. But we don't want to see what's in front of us. We're scared about the unknown. Have you ever thought about you're scared of the unknown? So you're afraid of listening and following the Holy Spirit. Do not let fear keep you from your promise. Do not let the unknown keep you from your promise. Open up your eyes. And see what the Lord has for you. Open up your eyes and look at your environment. Open up your eyes and look at your friendships. Open up your eyes and look at you. Look at yourself in the mirror. Look at yourself in the in the mirror and wonder, do I represent Christ right? God, when you see me, do you see yourself? We're blinded. We're blinded about, we're blinded in situations. And sometimes we're blinded from financial uh, prosperity. Sometimes we're blinded from lust. Sometimes we're, we're blinded for what looks good to social media. We're blinded by all of these lavish things. But where is your heart? When you go to sleep at night, are you pleased with how you were that day? Is you in the right place with God? Is your heart in the right posture with our father? So as they leave the city, another warning came to Lot's wife. Do not turn around. Keep moving forward. I believe they was going to a city called Zor, Z-O-A-R. And that's where they were headed. And 
I don't know what was in Lot's wife. Like if, if I see the city <laughs> that I'm in and I know that it's not good and I know there's nothing for me there, I may be used to it, but if I know there's nothing there for me and I know for a fact that the Lord wants to destroy, break that thing up. I'm just thinking about relationships that I've been in the past. Like I knew from the start that it was not what God had intended for me. I can see it with my naked eye. I can see it in the spirit. But for some reason, you didn't want to leave. You didn't want to, you wanted to go back to what was familiar. But we have to get to the point where we don't look back and we keep moving forward. We keep moving forward forward and lot's wife was like eh, eh. i can't let it go when she turned around she turned into a pillow of salt as the bible tell us and it's sad because when you think about it so many of us is like that we're so worried about what the past is saying to us the more um concerned about what's in front of us the future that god god will not first of all god will never take you from a situation and not prepare a place for you he will never take you from a place of confusion a place of sin a place of wickedness and not prepare a place of love and peace and a sound mind for you Trust and believe what God has for you is greater than you can imagine. He said that in Jeremiah. The thoughts that I have for you is great. Your future is great, says the Lord. We don't have to look back. We don't have to stay in that state that you're in. You need to put your best foot forward and walk by faith and not by So as Lot and his daughters went to Zorah, and this here was an example of just because you move from a physical place, if your mindset is not changed, your ways will follow you. And that's part of looking back, your mental. It's not just your physical, you're turning around and you're looking back. No, mentally, some of us are still prison to our own thoughts. We're we're looking back, we're behaving the same. When you take yourself out of a situation, you have to understand that there is a spiritual and mental change that needs to happen with your physical. So as they left... You know, Lot's daughters decided to get Lot drunk because they felt as if they was getting to age and they did not bore a child yet. And so they decided to come up with this genius plan <laughs> to, to give their father wine and to lie down with him to have a child. So the oldest decided to do it first and she gave her father wine and he did not remember lying down with her. He did not remember waking up next to her, but he did it. They tricked and deceived their father with lustful and perversion. These are things that they learned from the place that they were in. 
mentally they went back they was in a new city they was in a new place but mentally they were stuck in their past they looked back to what they knew it is time for change it is time to renew your mind it is time for you to understand that sometimes we end up going back to situations not because we want to but because we are going back mentally we can't even see ourselves being whole we can't even see ourselves getting to a new place in God We have to seek for that renewal of the mind. We have to seek for God to create in me a clean heart and renew the right spirit within us, Jesus. The environment could not be conducive if you don't grow with your change. Take heed to the warning signs. Don't be like Lot and his wife and not take heed to the warnings that the Lord was giving them. Take heed to the warning signs and listen to the Holy Spirit when he is speaking to you for you to get out of a situation. His grace will lead and guide you and sometimes even hide you from things that the enemy tries to do to your life. No weapon formed against me shall be able to prosper. When I tell you that it was nothing but the grace of God that kept Walat and his daughters from being destroyed that night. But just because the grace of God sometimes cover you, you have to do your part. Lot needed to do his part. His daughters, they needed to do their part. Or they would be swift from from familiar spirits. And things will come to you and you won't be prepared to go to war. You won't be prepared to face the music. We have to gird ourselves up, put on the whole armor of God and understand that these spirits out here is real. The enemy job is to kill, steal and destroy. And he will try with everything that he has to keep you going back to the things that God has called you from. Do not allow him to trick you into going back to old psychos. Not so. Not so. Because God has greater for us. He has greater for you. And you have to believe it. You have to want it. And you have to go after it. So I say to you today. Don't let the grace of God be lifted off of you because of your own disobedience. Lot's wife was disobedient to the warning from the angel. And because of her disobedience, she perished. Don't let your disobedience make you perish. But listen to the Holy Spirit when he speaks to you. And know that God wants the very best for you. He doesn't want you to hurt. He doesn't want you to cry every night. He doesn't want you to feel like you're not worth it. You are worth it. 
and wants the best for you. And when you have this unpleasant feeling, gut feeling on the inside of environments, friendships, relationships, situationships, (laughs) know that it's God giving you a warning. Know that it's God with you telling you, I'm giving you this feeling for a reason. Seek me, daughter. Seek me, son, for the answers. Because he will answer you every time you seek him. The scripture says you pray and I and I answer. You will pray and I will answer. That is his word. That is his word. So don't continue to look back into situations and things that you have literally took yourself from. Don't let the enemy trick you and think, make you think you're missing out on something. Because what sometimes what God does, like the children of Israel, he tests your heart. He'll give you what you want and he'll test your heart to see if you're going to do what you're supposed to do. He gave them manna. He gave them food. They asked for it. He gave them manna. But some of them was being stingy. Some of them was being greedy. And they got more than what they were supposed to get. And what happened with the food that they gathered, the manna that they gathered, it began to spoil. It began to rot. Worms began to eat it. It's like, what what are you going to do with all of this extra stuff? Why are you being greedy? God, like, what are you going to do with the things that I give you? What are you going to do with the blessings that I give you? Are you going to let those dreams rot? Are you going to misuse what I give you? Are you ready for the love that I have for you? Are you going to mistreat the person that I sent to you? Let's be real. We have to gird ourselves up. We have to be prepared for what God has for us. We have to be. So I say to you, examine your heart, examine your point of views, examine your perspective of things and understand that we don't have to look back. Keep moving forward. Stay strong in the Lord and know that you ain't missing out on nothing. We are children of a king. He wants us to have the things and the desires of his heart, not our heart, his heart, his desires. And I can tell you this from experience is so different from what you think your desires are. (laughs) And guess what? He knows best. He created us. He knows best. So stay encouraged. Until next time, I will see you on Amaze in Grace. May the grace of God be upon you.